0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Grit to Growth podcast. My name is Steph Corbell, your host, and as always, I'm happy to be here with you today to explore yet another topic designed to help you develop your inner resilience. If you haven't yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. I release a new one each and every single Friday. I'm going to start this episode out with a bit of a story and a confessional. When I was a young adult, I was what you would call loud, mouthy, defensive, abrasive, In short, kind of a ray of sunshine. Honestly, I still can't believe my college roommate is friends with me, um, knowing how loud and obnoxious I was during those years. So I went to college at USC in Los Angeles, and I started there super young when I was only 16, which probably, looking back it put me on the defensive because I looked so young compared to all the other students. When my junior year of college started, I was only 18 years old and I was living in an off-campus apartment, not in the greatest neighborhood. And I would have to walk to classes every day through the neighborhood around USC. And in the mid nineties, it wasn't cleaned up like it is now. And let me tell you, I was perpetually on the defensive, especially when it came to guys out on the streets. There was this group of skater kids that would always hang out on the sidewalk right at the corner where I'd have to cross to get onto campus. And every single day, they'd catcall me. It was super annoying and obnoxious. And when it started happening, I would get defensive and I'd yell right back at them and I'd get into this screaming match almost daily. Now imagine starting every one of your mornings like that, yelling on the defensive, getting all riled up. But I quickly figured out that yelling back, it didn't change anything. And in fact, it tended to worsen the situation or even escalate it. The guys would just get more and more rude and say even grosser things to me. So what ended up happening? I got annoyed, I I felt really frustrated and powerless, and I just tried to tune it all out. And then one day I had this breakthrough. It was in the late afternoon after a full day of classes and work. And as I crossed the street to go back home, I could hear the cat calls starting again. And you know what I did? I walked over very calmly to the ringleader of the group. And I just, I stopped and I stood right in front of him. He was shocked that I actually stopped. And I said to him really calmly again, hey, can I ask you a question? And he just looked at me. So I went ahead and asked him. So has that actually ever worked for you? As in, has catcalling one of these college girls ever won one over? And he looked so confused and mumbled no. So then I said, well, maybe you should just try a new approach. And I walked off. I didn't say anything else. No one else said anything. And you know what? Those guys actually never bothered me again. Now, what's the point of my story? It's to illustrate a truth that most of us don't want to accept, and that is, the louder you speak, the less people will listen to you. You can't change someone's mind by yelling at them. And in fact, the louder you yell at them, the more prone people will be to do the exact opposite and lash right back out at you in return. That was certainly my case back in college when I was confronted with anything. I went zero to 100% aggressive until I found my way later in life. So here's something many of you might be able to relate to in some context. Maybe it's something that happened to you or a friend you knew in the past. For me personally, I was raised in a very conservative evangelical family. Most of my mom's side of the family, they're devout evangelicals. And just as an aside, please know right now I'm not making any sort of commentary on religion. That's not the point of this podcast at all. But as a result of my background, I grew up very sheltered and with my folks covering my eyes during kissing scenes in movies. I wasn't allowed to watch Teen Wolf at a slumber party. Seriously, I thought God was going to strike me dead for watching an 80s Michael J. Fox flick. I also grew up in the shadow of fear and worry of loud preaching of hellfire and brimstone and the end of days and satanic cults taking over. That was, after all, in the mainstream media in the 80s. And what ended up happening to me by the time I was a teenager... I did the stereotypical thing. I rebelled hardcore. I left home the second I possibly could. And I did everything during my college experience that I had been told not to do. So much so that I got put on disciplinary probation my first year and I got sent to mandatory counseling, nearly losing my scholarship and getting kicked out of school. Have you ever heard a story like that? Yep, and the more you preach to someone loudly, the more you tell them what to do or how to think. It is just simple human nature to reject that. It's human nature to say, screw you, who the hell do you think you are to tell me what to do? We can see this so more clearly than on social media than anywhere else. And yes, I know I talk about this a lot, but it's worth exploring frequently because it's changed our world and how we interact with others. Right now, I want you to sit down and ask yourself, How many times have you changed your mind about a current hot topic because of a meme? Really, how many times? Now, ask yourself, how many times have you changed someone else's mind by engaging in a comments section, sparring session, on such a said contentious topic? Now, chances are, with both of those scenarios, if you're honest with yourself, the answer is likely close to never. Social media is simply a sounding board for our own feelings, and people often use it to vent or get feelings out that likely would be more appropriate voiced in a different arena. Additionally, when we metaphorically shout on social, we tend to attract other people who agree with our own views. It's so easy to get caught up in self-righteous anger with folks online, and it's a lot harder to keep an open mind and engage in a respectful dialogue with people who disagree With your worldview. I personally feel that social media has accelerated this huge polarization in society, this whole my team versus your team mentality. I'm on this side, you're on the other side, so we can't associate with each other. Also, everything you say is null and void and wrong. And this is so damaging to us all, damaging to our relationships and to learning from people's varied and diverse experiences. I've found that what tends to change my mind about worldviews is to experience something different, to meet people from different walks of life for me, to get to know them, to empathize with their experiences. And I think most people are more apt to change their worldview if they really get to know someone from the other camp. We are truly doing ourselves and society a disservice by shouting, by steamrolling, by not listening, and by not getting to know each other and walking a mile in the other person's shoes. If you're still with me here, and you're genuinely interested in helping influence others in a positive way, and you're passionate about your views, and you think you can help the world, well, here are some suggestions for you to explore. One, stop interjecting your opinions when they're not being asked for. Before you speak, ask yourself, Is this helpful? Is this welcomed? And is this statement going to likely have an impact? If the answer, especially in an online arena is no, then simply listen and learn. That leads us into number two, which is, learn to get comfortable with folks disagreeing with you in social circles. Yep, some things that get said or posted are gonna make you angry and frustrated. Take a deep breath and process those feelings. While what's being said is offensive to you, there might be some commonality that you can use to approach the person on some kind of common ground. In general, I feel that when we're connecting with others, you want to start by looking for things that you have in common versus those things that divide you. In my profession, working in tattoo shops for the past decade and a half, I've encountered the most wildly diverse populations you can imagine. And I'll tell you this, no matter where people come from, they basically want the same things in life. Good relationships, a family, validation of their feelings or their emotions, feeling like they're being heard. No one. Absolutely no one wants to be preached to or yelled at. And when that happens, almost everyone doubles down on digging in their heels and getting defensive. That then leads us into three, learn how to engage in civil discussion. And this, my friends, this is a lost art. Try to have some class and decorum. Seriously, if a tattoo artist is telling you to try and have some class that might tell you something about the current vibe in our contemporary culture. For example, stop raising your voice. Think about this. If you're in a long-term relationship, how often does screaming at your partner work? Does that feel good to anyone involved? I mean, I know in my marriage, if we have some kind of conflict, which happens in every marriage, if I calmly and quietly address something, it carries a lot more weight than if I lose it and get hysterical. The second you yell, remember, people get on the defensive. Use the power of quiet and control to your benefit in tense situations. 4. When it comes to issues that you really care about deeply, lead by example. Stop preaching about things and get deep into the trenches. Get involved. Seriously, if you care so much about a cause, instead of posting endlessly about it publicly, then get involved in your community to change something. People are so much more apt to change their minds when they see something working for someone else. Don't sit back and be a preachy, armchair quarterback online when it comes to social issues. That is the easy, cowardly way out, and you're not doing anything other than riling people up whether or not they agree with you. Instead, I'm going to tell you to put your money where your mouth is, get involved, get to know the people in your community, and actually do something. When people see and experience a change firsthand that you're making, they are much more apt to change themselves. I realize that this topic might be a bit contentious, but I think it's a very important one to discuss. What are your thoughts? I'd love to hear from you. Whether or not you agree, I'm always down for a civil discussion. You can reach out and connect with me on my website at grittogrowth.com or on my Instagram account at Steph Corbell, that's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you so much again for listening today. And if you haven't yet, please consider subscribing or even sharing this episode on your social media and tag me. And until next week, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know.